Hello, everybody. So I want to share something with you that I have to say I'm pretty excited about, which is that um, two Saturdays from today, which is March 26, 2022, I am going to be holding a free public satsang. I've never done this before. And um, it'll be on Saturday, March 26th. It's going to be 90 minutes. It'll run from 2 o'clock to 3.30. And uh, all you have to do to get in is drop us an email and say you want in and we'll put your email address on the uh, invitation. And then all you have to do after that is watch your inbox uh, two Saturdays from today at um, probably around um, somewhere between 1.30, 1.45, something like that. And Betsy will send you an invitation and then you can just come right in. There are no reservations going to be taken. It's first come, first served. If you have questions, great. I mean, I'm going to answer any and all pertinent, non-dual questions. If it's not pertinent and non-dual, I'll not be going there. Um, but if it's pertinent and non-dual, I'll, I'll, I'll either answer it for you. Or I'll tell you I don't know. So I'll, let's keep that open, too. Um, but I think it's going to be I think I think I think it'll be great fun. And I think that I'll get to meet a lot of people that I have not met before. And hopefully a lot of people that have not met me will get a chance to meet me and um, we'll get together. We'll just see what happens. Right. I mean, I just want to we'll just find out. That's all we can do. OK, so now we're to the serious topic that, that this video is about. And what this video is about is hunting down oneness. That's what we're going to do. We're going to hunt down oneness. Because everybody is looking for oneness. I remember when I was looking for oneness, right? But I didn't look but for 24 years. <laughs> That's all it took. So hopefully it's going to take you a lot less than 24 years. And possibly you will your, your journey will end during the process of this video. You're going to get all the information and, and, and that you need, so to speak, uh, to discover oneness. Because oneness is not about... Uh, discovering oneness, finding true nature is not about information. Everybody thinks I just need a little more information. I want to tell you that's not true. That is the dream and operation. And it, and it affected me and it affected me very strongly. And so I read more and I sat more and um, I watched more videos and listened to more audios and did all that stuff because I just knew there was some tidbit out there that was just going to lock it in for me. And I wanted to find the right teacher who would tell me what that is. And once I got that information, I could plug it, plug it into the rest of the information bank that I already had concerning realization. And once I and when I would plug that in, and boom, it would happen. Right? That was the that was the feeling that I had. And just so you know, uh, this idea that I'm going to wake up soon. Um, you can have that feeling for a lifetime. I've worked with people who have. So here today, it's not about waiting. Don't, don't listen to this video with the idea that, wow, this is some good information or anything like that, that I'm going to wake up right after this video is over. Just go ahead and wake up during the video. Because when you wake up, it's here or nowhere, and it's now or never. There's no such thing as waking. Nobody ever woke up soon. It just doesn't happen. It can't because there ain't no such thing as soon. There's right now.
So let's go hunt down oneness. Now, in order to hunt down oneness, we got to figure out where we are now. Let's get a starting place. And what the, I'm going to let, let's talk to, let's listen to our bodies first. Okay. I mean, we've been told we're not the bodies, but let's just, I mean, but we've all think we're the damn bodies, no matter what we're told. And it feels like we're the bodies, no matter what we're told. So let's just start with the bodies and, and, and check with them. And the body, the mind, the body mind, the unit wants to tell me the, that I need to, I need to go elsewhere, right? To find oneness. I mean, that should be obviously because surely this ain't oneness. So I need to go somewhere and find out where oneness is. And um, so where will I start? Well, I could start out really, really simply. And I could say is, um, is can I find oneness in this room? Fred wants to know, can he find oneness in this room? And the answer is always going to be no. So let's check out. Um, I'm in a house in the suburbs. So let's check out. Well, not the suburbs. I'm really kind of urban. But let's go ahead and um, check my, my the, the, the garden, the front yard, backyard, and the side yard, all of that. Betsy just calls it the garden. So let's check the garden and see if oneness is out there. So just imagine now, I can't take you really out there because I, I, um, I'm not feeling that well. I was real sick last weekend. So I can't take you on a, on a safari, but I can take you on a mental safari. So let's just imagine now that we are on mental safari in my yard and we're looking around. Now there's a big shed in my backyard. Um, it's really much more than a shed. It's really a gym out there in a workshop, but it looks like a really nice shed. And um, so we'll go out and look in the cabin. That's what we actually call it. I just came up with shed. We'll go out and look in the cabin. We'll start right there because it's enclosed. So there might, you know, maybe something in there closed up behind the doors and windows and everything. So we'll go out to the cabin in my backyard and we'll go up the steps and then I'll open the front door and we'll walk in and we'll find Betsy's workshop. Now let's look around in Betsy's workshop and see if we can find oneness out there. And we're looking around and there's all kinds of beautiful tools and, and, um, and everything's a bit of a mess, but it's a, but it's a, it's a very logical mess for Betsy. This just looks like a mess to me, but she knows where everything is and da 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 So, okay, that's the way she does things. She's actually very, very neat, except for this is her place that she puts everything else when she's trying to be neat in the house. So it is not that neat. And uh, so we go to through the, the, the Betsy's workshop. There's some big tools out there, some little tools. And we, uh, I've looked, if we look in the corners and we look up, in the rafters, it's pretty open. I'm not finding oneness out there, says Fred, right? So let's just, let's look and see if we can find it in the gym. So we go through the dividing door between the workshop and the gym, and we go in the gym, and there's a bunch of stuff in there. And, um, you know, there's 
weights and there, there's a treadmill and, you know, mats and all this kind of stuff in there. And we can look around, but I looked around there, I look around there regularly. And I have to tell you, I've never seen one that's out there. I really haven't. And I'm out there regularly. So let's just scratch that from our list. Now, Betsy is always bugging me to really come out and look at the backyard. And I say she's bugging me, but she just wants me to, to, to appreciate nature and all of that. And I'll be in here, you know, just reading a book or on the computer or whatever. She would like to get me back on planet Earth as often as she can. So, which is actually very good for me. So bugging was the wrong word and it will get me in trouble if Betsy listens to this video, but she probably won't because she doesn't as a general rule. She lives with me. Why does she want to live, listen to the video? So we'll go park poking around the yard and they're beautiful bushes and trees and flowers. There's a, first of all, there's a fence all around the backyard. So we got a chance given that there's a fence Maybe oneness is somehow enclosed in the, the fence that goes all the way around uh, the, the, the property, okay? So there, it's like a six and a half foot fence. So when we look back there and we actually will actually walk back and check behind the cabin, because that's a sneaky place. The dogs like to go back there sometimes, so we need to be careful as we walk back there. And, um, and then we'll come up the, uh, the right-hand side as we're facing it. We would come up the, the side of the cabin. And then we're out into the big yard. And I'm looking out into the big yard. I'm looking in the bushes. I'm looking in the trees. Um, I'm looking all around. I don't see anything hiding in the grass, right? So... I can't find oneness out here, says Fred. So what are we gonna do? Well, we haven't checked the side yard. So let's go to the side yard. So we gotta uh, go over to the left of my backyard and walk up a wooden um, boardwalk. And then there's a fence and we open that fence. There's a gate and we open that gate and we go into the side yard, which is very small and real private and really pretty. It's a nice place to, to to sit and just sit. Um, so we go into the side yard. Now the side yard has got the house on one side and fence on two sides and, the, and, and, and way out next to the street, the front yard, there's fence out there. So it's not really gonna, probably gonna hold too much, but it's a bit open on that one end, but maybe we can find it. So let's look around the deck and look, there's two chairs and there's like one of those big umbrellas. We can look under there because maybe it's covering up oneness, right? It's got to be around here somewhere, doesn't it? I mean, hell, I've been looking for oneness for years and years is what Fred said, right? I've been looking for oneness and I can't find it. It's got to be around here somewhere. So, and I've, you know, I've even been told that actually that I'm oneness, but I mean, that's perfectly ridiculous because what I know for sure is that I'm this body. I mean, I've been told I'm not this body, but what do they know? I mean, you know, I don't even know the people that are telling me that it's not the body. Or if I do know them, I don't trust them completely to not tell me the real truth. I want the real down low truth because I want to feel oneness. I want to feel oneness. I really do. I want to feel it. People, I've heard people talking about feeling oneness and recognizing 
that they were one with oneness. So somehow, somehow, let's just notice that when they're talking about being one with oneness, what does that mean? Well, it must mean somehow that they have merged with oneness, okay? So we can merge with oneness. And that's what we're, that's what we're hoping. We're going to find oneness and we're going to merge with it by God if it's just the last thing we do. So we don't find anything in the side yard because it's just nothing out there. So let's go and check the rest of the front yard, that, those gardens out there. We'll walk around them. Look at lots of pretty stuff out there, but there's a couple of some, some trees and some blooming trees and stuff like that. But uh, damn, I don't know where oneness is out there. I don't know where it would hide. Where would oneness hide, do you think? I mean, because that's the truth. We're looking for oneness because the damn thing is hiding from us, been hiding from us all along, hasn't it? And it just, you know, if it's going to be oneness, I mean, you would think it would make itself available to us, but it had, but it doesn't. It just, it hides from us. So what have we not checked? Well, we haven't checked the rest of my house, but I'm going to tell you that I live in the rest of my house and I have searched the rest of my house all over very, very thoroughly. The yard I'm not as familiar with, see, but the, but the, but the house itself there's just no one is to be found in there. I've looked, I've looked in every single closet. I looked in the closet in the, in the, the bedroom, the one in the hall, um, in the one in the, this room. Uh, there's a great big one in back in the back with, in what we call the Betsy room. It's not in there. I mean, if I was one, I think I'd live in there because it's just so damn pretty. But I'm not one, so it's not living back there. Um, so we look in the closet and not, there's a smaller closet in there. We look in there, we can't find it, you know? So we get on the, you know, the back porch, the, the mud room or whatever, and there's cabinets back there, but you know, we look in all those cabinets, there's a freezer, there's nothing in there. So what I'm going to tell you is that it's the one is whatever it is, it's just not in this house. Cause see, that's the, one of the problems with finding one is, is the fact we don't know what the hell it is, do we? We don't even know what we're looking for. We're looking for oneness. But what does oneness look like? We don't know. I mean, nobody will tell us what oneness looks like. Everybody keeps talking about this. Damn it. I mean, when, when will somebody tell us the truth? When will somebody shoot it straight? When is somebody going to point out oneness to me? See, I want to know. I don't care about oneness for you. I want to. I want to. I want to know oneness myself. Fred wants to know oneness. The uh, Betsy never had a big drive for it, but she was mighty pleased when she found it. I'll tell you that she didn't have. She was not a seeker. Uh, although I noticed she did marry me, so that. But the uh, any rate, uh, when she didn't wasn't looking for it, when she found it, she was really really happy. She had actually found it long before, but now she had a name. <laughs> And, and it changed the, sometimes language can change our experience of things. It really can. It, language is not it, and, and we can, language can't tell us the truth, but it still can be very, very helpful. So don't, don't, don't bypass language in your search for oneness. Don't think language can't help you, because it can. Notice that I'm talking to you right now. And I don't know if this is being helpful to you in your search for oneness or not, but I'm certainly giving it my all. 
I've been a teacher for on the internet for 10 years. So you would think that by now I would know where the hell oneness is. And frankly, I do know. But I ain't telling you because I tell you it just doesn't do any good. I tell people all the time. I met with somebody yesterday and we couldn't find oneness, just couldn't find it. I mean, he, he could understand oneness intellectually. That, that means everything. But he, you know, but it wasn't part of his experience is what he told me. So and and I only hear that, you know, a couple of times a week, usually. Right. And I've only been hearing that a couple of times a week for 10 years. And it used to be I heard it more because I did more awakening sessions and I didn't do so many clarity sessions. Now I do mostly clarity sessions, but still I like I love to do awakening sessions. So if you're interested in finding oneness for yourself, you can employ me, get away an awakening session. But what I'm trying to do right now is keep you from having to employ me. I'm offering you the same thing for free that I offer you for money. I just, it, it, this is a little bit different way of offering it, but it's the very same thing. Because see, that's the funny thing about oneness is that it's always the same thing. Now, it doesn't always look the same. It's, we're talking about oneness. We're not talking about sameness, right? We're talking about the fact that there is no, that there's no separation in fact. But that doesn't mean that there's not separation within the separate human experience, because there certainly is in there. Yeah, it's a microphone right here, and I'm, I'm over here, right? So there's separation. Buddha's way back there. See that? I searched for him for some time as well, but I found him. So if he's not in my, at my house and he's not in my yard, could he be in your yard or your house? Think about it. You live there. You muck about there every day. Have you noticed it? Have you noticed oneness at your house? How about where you work? I mean, you go to work, right? Maybe that's where they're keeping oneness for all you know, right? So imagine right now looking around, but you've looked around most of your workplace before. I'm pretty confident. And I'm, I don't think you've ever found it, have you? No. See, oneness is very, very tricky because it's very, very simple. And the human mind wants nothing to do with simplicity. As a matter of fact, what the human mind wants to do is it wants to understand oneness. That's its main job as a seeker is to understand oneness, to understand non-duality. That's what I want to do. And what you're telling me, I'm just getting pissed because what you're telling me is not fitting in with what I already have over here. And I know that what I have over here is absolutely true because I decided that some time ago and I ain't going to revisit it, which may be the reason that I'm not waking up. Because see, when, for instance, when you're paying me to wake up, you know, in an awakening session, I always tell people, you know, the only thing I need in order to have a successful awakening session is I have to have a client who is willing and able to tell themselves the truth when they're presented with it. 
And sometimes that doesn't, it, it, the, it, the transference just doesn't transfer, right? It just doesn't, it just doesn't move. There, there's some inability <clears throat> to tell themselves the truth, or there might be an unwillingness based on probably fear, right? Because, you know, I mean, if I, if I find oneness, I mean, how's that going to affect me? <clears throat> how's that going to affect my career? How's that going to affect my family? I mean, this seeking oneness, this is a pretty good little gig. I mean, it doesn't pay anything. It actually costs something, can cost quite a bit. Uh, I know people have spent thousands and ten thousands of dollars, ten thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. What the hell? And been all over the world searching for oneness and just couldn't find it. So I don't want to take their word for the fact that it's not in India or Peru or Mexico or wherever they have exotic uh, drugs and frog poisons and cacti and all of that. Um, but I can tell you that I've had people that have been through all this and they, they, they haven't found oneness. Now, there are some people that have come back and they report to me that they did find oneness. But if I talk to them very long, I, what I discover is they may have found oneness down there, but they left it down there. They didn't bring it back. See, and that's the key is, am I awake to oneness right now? That's the only thing that matters. See, it doesn't make any difference if, if, if where oneness is. I mean, if it's, if it's, it's on the moon or it's on Saturn or it's out, it, way out there in outer space, if it's beyond the Milky Way, if it's, you know, just out there, you know, with the Star Trek and wormholes and all that. I mean, if oneness is way out there, hell, it's going to be very difficult for me to find. But if I find it, I certainly don't want to lose it. And that's what people report to me all the time. They tell me, Fred, I had the oneness experience. And then it started fading. And I tried very hard to keep it from fading. I really did. But it faded anyway. And I really feel sorry for those people because that was my exact experience in 1992. I had my first awakening in 1992. It was clear. It was a true awakening. I know what, uh, what authenticity is, and it is, was authentic. But it, but it wasn't, didn't have a lot of duration. It was kind of, you know, it was quick, but it was, it was more than just a glimpse. But it wasn't like, a, you know, it, it was not like Satori or anything like that. It was just a little kinship, right? But it was not just a blip. At any rate, I saw the, I saw the truth. I saw the truth very clearly and plainly. And I, and, 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 but, but as I came out and I was so happy because I had finally woken up. I mean, Fred had been a, a seeker at that point for 10 years and 10 years is a long time to be a seeker. It's not the longest you can go, but it's a long time. And so after 10 years, I was so excited that I had finally discovered oneness. And just and and you know what? It's the truth. I felt pretty special about that, right? I mean, I just felt like, damn, I got all these people around me, all these seekers, and they say they're searching for oneness. And hell, here I am. I found it, right? So guess you know what that you know what that makes Fred kind of special, doesn't it? Yeah, I was feeling pretty special. Uh, because after all, I was the discoverer of oneness. 
Now, sometimes you'll hear the word realization thrown around, whatever the hell that means. But what I knew was that I didn't have no realization. I discovered oneness. And I'm looking to discover it again, and I'm hoping I'm going to discover it over there. There, it, Oneness has got to be somewhere over there or somewhere out there or somewhere under here or something. I mean, because it just, surely this can't be it, right? Because if I didn't know anything else, there were some things that I was sure of. And the, 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 the unquestioned assumption that my entire life had been built on prior to spirituality, my entire spiritual life was built on this foundation too, but so was, well, not actually quite all my entire life. The first 18 months, two years, something like that, yeah, you couldn't say that my life was built on oneness or anything like that. Um, I don't, I, I, I actually, I don't remember what was, uh, what was, what the experience was prior to the experience of me finding oneness, of me discovering oneness. I mean, well, I mean, I do, but after two years old, right? After two years old, I came to see the same thing that I built my whole life around, which is that I'm a Fred Davis. This is what a Fred Davis looks like. And I'm over here and you're over there and that's over there and that's that, right? So, I mean, I pretty well had it figured out. I felt kind of stupid being a seeker because, I mean, I already knew, right, that oneness has got to be around here somewhere. And since it's oneness, it just can't hide forever. And I forgot to add one little thing to that. I just knew that it, I just know it can't hide forever unless it does. See, nobody told me about the unless it does. I just knew I was going to wake up soon and I was going to find it. I was going to discover it. And then, you know, I started screwing around and I made a wrong turn somewhere and I ended up in front of Fred Davis and only either a video or, you know, a satsang or maybe you had sessions with Fred or whatever. But you ran into this teaching, which is not Fred's, right? So you didn't really run into Fred Davis. But I know you thought you did, and that's, I mean, you may still think you have, but that's fine. It's just, it might be your uh, apparent experience, but it's not mine. There's no Fred here. So let's check this body-mind again. Now, the first non-dual book that I ever read, it told me, you are not the body. And I immediately knew that that was a load of horseshit. Aren't you? Yeah, I'm not the body, please. Right? I mean, but, you know, the rest of everything they were saying was kind of interesting, so I pursued it. In the hopes that I would find oneness. So Fred Davis pursued that. I had been told that I was not this body, but I knew for sure that I was this body. See, that was, my, that was my unquestioned assumption that everything else was built on. 
is that I'm a Fred Davis and this is what a Fred Davis looks like. And I can show you a driver's license and I can show you um, a birth certificate. I can show you a, 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 my, my holy passport that goes in that anybody anywhere will go by. Um, I can, uh, I can show you the things that, um, that I believe that Fred has done and I can show you Fred's family and, uh, and, and all kinds of stuff. I mean, just, it's my, I mean, it's just so obvious that I'm a Fred Davis. That's, I just couldn't, I couldn't not take that bait for a long time. But see, the funny thing is, is when I was taking that bait, I was running up against, right up against the basic teaching of non-duality. See, the basic of teaching of non-duality is that there's just one thing going on, <coughs> right? There's just one thing going on, hence my search for oneness. But I was coming up, coming up against this idea that of oneness, but I didn't notice that I was coming up against it because it's just so subtle, right? It is incredibly profound, but it's just so subtle. But, 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 but you know, when you are practicing something, if I'm practicing archery and they're telling me to do this, then in the art of archery, it's a great book. And, and they're telling me uh, to shoot like this um, and, I'm, and I'm shooting like this, right? Uh, I can't hit that target to save my life. And I can complain about the way that they're pointing. But then when I look, hell, they're pointing, telling me they're pointing this way. Oh, pull the string, aim the arrow, focus in real closely on the target, and then just mentally let go. Just let, uh, barely let go, but let go. And then the arrow flies straight and hits the target, but not for me. See, if I wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't. I don't actually play archery by shooting up in the sky or shooting down in the ground or actually or, or trying to launch the bow from the arrow, do it completely wrong. I don't do anything like that um, because that would be foolish. I would be coming up against the basic teaching of archery, which is you've got a bow, which is a launcher. You have an arrow, which is to be launched. And this arrow, the object of the whole archery thing is that this, arrow, this bow propel, the energy from this bow being pulled back is to propel this arrow into the little red dot on that target over there. That's fine. It's, it's a real simple game if you play it right, right? But the problem is, is that, you know, many of us don't play it right. Not many of us aren't squat at archery. And if I'm no good at archery, does it any do me any good to blame the instructors? Should I blame my teacher that I'm that 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 damn it? I can't I can't play archery. I can't I can't hit the target. Now you know, and I'm pulling it back just like the Tommy Two, and I'm aiming it just like the Tommy Two, but my arrow keeps coming over here to the left or the right or goes over it or goes under it, falls short. And my teachers are just not good enough. And I'm going to find me a teacher who can teach me how to shoot archery. That's what I'm going to do. Properly shoot archery. I'm going to get me a, a bullseye every time. See, that would be nuts. Wouldn't it? It would just be absolutely crazy. It would be absolutely crazy. And as long as I kept up that attitude, 
I would never get the first bullseye. I would never even hit the target in the outermost ring. I wouldn't. Pardon me while I have some of the elixir of life, my Red Bull. I know a lot of you think I shouldn't be drinking Red Bull or I shouldn't be drinking so much Red Bull and all that, but I notice I do. And I notice the body doesn't have much in the way of vices anymore. So what the hell? I'll give it that. Listen, I'm a recovered alcoholic. If I die from too much Red Bull, I win. <laughs> so um, I, I, I digress. Looking for oneness. Where do you think oneness would hide? Where do you think oneness could hide? I mean, my full attention has been played on, on looking for oneness for years. I've had my full attention right out there looking everywhere. Oh, just like we just looked all around my house and everything. And, but I've looked everywhere. I've been to, again, you know, India, Tibet, all these places, man. I'm, you know, I've climbed mountains up swam rivers. <laughs> and I can't find oneness to save my life. But, you know, the teaching is actually that there's just one thing going on. That's the first line of my first book, Beyond Recovery. I thought, what the hell? Why don't I just fool them and put the truth out there in the first sentence of my first book? There's just one thing going on. What if I were to not hide anything? What if I just to just come out front and tell them there's only one thing going on? And if you listen to the masters from centuries, millennia, in different areas of the world, that's what they've all told us. Just one thing going on. There's just oneness. Damn. There's just oneness. I can't find it. That's the way I felt, right? And I was, I got disgusted. I got, you know, depressed. I got angry. I got every kind of thing because I was going to find that one as sooner or later, or if it, it, it killed me. And therein lies the trick. You've heard before that you have to die before you die. So in order to find oneness, you have to let that realization, you can't have that realization without killing the identification with Fredness first, without killing the identification with the body. And that really, but it's kind of simultaneous. So you don't need to think, well, now I've figured out I'm not a Fred, and damn, the enlightenment hadn't come yet. When's it coming? Remember, we're talking about realization. So if you had been with me all along, and you just now recognized that, just, just now realized, pardon me, that there is a skull over here, and a statue up there, then uh, now you are alert to that, aren't you? 
you have realized that there's a skull over here and there's a, a statue up there. Now, what did you have to do to realize that? So, so imagine that, you, that 30 years ago, somebody set you off to realize that there was a skull on this, the shelf of this, on this bookshelf. There's a skull on the shelf. I want, I, and, and it's your job to realize that. What do you have to do? Well, I mean, I see it, but this can't be realizing it, right? Because I think I'm supposed to realize it. I am supposed to realize it. I over here am supposed to realize that over there. But if I do realize it, which I do, is there is realization here now, and I notice that even post-realization over here, there's still a skull on the center shelf of that bookcase. That's my experience. That's experience, that there's still a skull over there. The difference between realizing and realize and not realizing the skull is just is, is that after you recognize, well, hell, there's a skull I've been looking for. It's right there. It's been here all along. What the hell am I looking for to look, trying to realize <coughs> when there it is? But how about you look dead on at that skull and you say, I don't see a skull over here. Honest to God, I can't. I don't see one. I mean, I understand what you're talking about. I do. I understand skulls and I understand non-duality, but I just don't understand this skullness thing. And while I'm here, I notice oneness is not hanging, is not hiding in here either. And I notice that the skull is, I notice that the skull is in here and he just busted the skull open. So when I look at this skull, I notice what I find is I find a skull, but I can't find oneness because oneness is hiding, but it's hiding in plain sight. It's always been hiding in plain sight. So what is here that we haven't looked at? We've looked at the whole universe. What's the one thing that attention, we've been using our attention. What's the one thing attention doesn't pay any attention to? Itself, isn't that right? Attention is always looking out, isn't it? If you're looking for your socks or you're looking for your keys or you're looking you know, for uh, anything, you're always using attention to find it. And then you look for your keys until you find them. Then you don't look anymore because you found your keys. But how about if you are stumbling all over oneness, you just don't realize it. If I read a bunch of books on realizing it, do you think that will help? It didn't. Well, I mean, I can't say it didn't help. It was, it was useful, especially useful in post-awakening. But it didn't get me closer to oneness. I can promise you that. So if you hear something in the background, Betsy's dry her hair. 
So we'll ignore that if it comes up. It's not wrong. You know what I would do, given that attention is always looking out this way, I think the one thing attention never pays any attention to is itself, isn't it? Isn't that the one thing attention never pays any attention to? Attention never pays any attention to attention. But where's attention? Is it out here? No, what is attention? What is attention? I mean, I'm just going to suggest that a decent definition of attention might be focused awareness. And I've, I've used, I've, I've thrown this up in front of hundreds of people, maybe thousands. And uh, I've not had anybody disagree with me. It seems like a pretty good definition of attendance, of attention is focused awareness. So what is it that's looking for awareness out here? If attention is looking for awareness, what's looking for awareness? No, wait. If attention is focused awareness, then awareness is looking for awareness, isn't it? If I were going to hide oneness, you know where I'd hide it? In plain sight, I'd hide it right here. And I want you to notice that now that the thing that's hiding oneness right here, can I actually be outside of oneness? I'm talking about what I'm doing with oneness, but can I actually be outside of it? I mean, if I was outside of oneness, that'd make two-ness, wouldn't it? Wouldn't be oneness. We're talking about oneness. And non-duality is talking about oneness, or they're talking about not two, which is another word. It's a it's slightly more accurate way of saying the same thing. Oneness, you know, raises the idea that there might be two. One brings up the, but there is not a two. That's the reason that Advaita means not two. See, they're talking about this particular not two. That there's awareness, but there's not two. There's not awareness plus a subject, because that would be two-ness. And there's not awareness plus an awareness-er, because that would be tunis. Actually, all I can find is what awareness. Right now, how many awarenesses can you find? Hmm? How many awarenesses can you find? Actually, I can only find the one. And when I say I can find the one, that ain't accurate. Because there's nothing over here separate because that would be Tunis. So what is it that could come to recognize oneness? What is there other than oneness that could come to recognize oneness? That could come to discover oneness? What is it? Or is it? It's a better question. See, oneness, oneness is what you're looking with. Oneness is this attention. Everything starts with this, this attention, this sense of being, 
which is there's a sense of aliveness here. And there's a, and the sense of aliveness is the foundation of everything, isn't it? Because in the absence of that sense of being, what do you have? Well, Fred, you know, the only thing is, I know there's, you know, 8 billion human sense of beings and there's how many billion animal sense of beings. So which sense of being are you talking about? I'm talking about the single sense of being. I'm talking about the single consciousness. And what I'm telling you right now is the same thing that's looking through my eyes, looking through yours. And that applies to everybody who ever watches this video. The same thing that's looking through these eyes is looking through you, your eyes. But they're not your eyes because there's no you're over there. And the view from over here is not Fred's view because what we noticed is, is that we can find attention, but where the hell is a Fred? Fred can't find attention. Fred can't find oneness. Fred Davis wanted very desperately to find oneness. He really did. He wanted desperately to find oneness. And he studied, and the more he prayed, and he practiced, and all of this for a long, long time. And Fred couldn't find oneness. Fred wanted to find out the truth of God. And I looked, and I looked, and I looked, and I looked. The truth of oneness, the truth of God. Call God oneness, call oneness God, if you wish. I mean, I don't see that there's a whole lot of difference. Well, you can call him whatever you want. You call it Sarah and it will answer. doesn't matter. It doesn't care. But what is it that could look for oneness? What is it? What is there other than oneness that could look for oneness? Well, hell, the way I define oneness is it just one of them? See, that's the math of one, just one of them. So what could find oneness? Because I've been thinking I'm the thing over here that's going to discover oneness. I'm just sure I am. I'm going to discover oneness. It's going to be amazing. But that's Fred talking. There's no Fred plus oneness. That's separation. Non-duality is preaching in separation. It's it, it is preaching that there is no separation. So there can't be something else that's discovering oneness because that would be two-ness. So the, that leaves us with the only thing that could discover oneness ever no matter how many seekers look for it, the only thing that can actually discover oneness is oneness. I mean, they told me I wasn't the body. They, they told me that pretty straight up.
they even may have told me I was one this, but I didn't know what the hell they were talking about, and they didn't either. That's the way I looked at it. That's the way Fred looked at it. But Fred never found oneness. Fred wanted desperately to wake up to the truth of God. But the truth of God woke up to the fiction of Fred Davis instead. There's no separate thing that can discover oneness. You can realize how difficult is it to realize? What do you have to do? Do you have to jump up and down and realize? Do you have to run around your house? Do you have to change shirts? Do you have to quit smoking? What is it that you have to do in order to realize oneness? Well, you don't have a damn, you don't have to do a damn thing. I mean, you're already oneness. You see, that's what we mean by oneness. That's what we mean by the math of one. There's just one. And when I tell you that there's only this, I mean that there's only this. And when I tell you that, it's this talking to this. It's not this talking to you over there, because this is an empty vessel, and so is that. The thing that thinks it is listening to a Fred Davis over there video is the whiteness itself. It's not a, it's not a Bob or a Karen or anything like that. Just, just Karen. The only thing that can discover that oneness is oneness. And if I was going to hide oneness, I'd hide it right here. I'd put it right out in the open. Because people will never look here. That's too simple. Don't you trick me, Fred Davis. Because I'm looking for, I mean, I got a mathematical formula. And I've been using it for years and I just about got it. Bullshit. So... You don't have to do anything to discover oneness unless you do. And it may be like I thought I can see clearly that there was nothing I ever had to do to discover oneness because there's no I here. But I noticed that this unit had to pray and practice and do this and do that and do all these things, jump through all these hoops before the seeker tired itself out, the seeking. There's no seeker. The seeker never wakes up. You've heard that. Why is that? Because there isn't one. I can't wake up what isn't. There's only this. I'm telling this. That there's only this. For just a moment. Look around and notice all of the space that's around you. Now, imagine right now that you take that space and you turn it into a solid. How many things do you count? But you couldn't count. You'd have to be part of it. But we're just, don't quibble. There's only one space. Where does the space end? The space that's under my desk is the same space that's out there in Cleon land. 
just the one space. See, the problem is you've had it exactly backwards. You think the space is the thing that's dividing everything from everything else, and it's not. It's not the great divider, it's the great uniter. There's just this holy space. There's just this divine space. There's also just this ordinary space. It's just ordinary space, but I'm waiting for the divine space. Well, it's divine if you decide it is. I mean, whatever. But there's just this space, and it's really quite ordinary. And realization doesn't take you anywhere else. That wouldn't be realization. That'd be travel. Realization is just noticing. The seeker can't find anything because it continues to seek. It will not accept what it realizes. And that is what my practice is mostly built around today. It's not really discovering oneness. I do a lot of that, helping people discover this, as ridiculous as that sounds. I do. But most of my time is spent helping people accept what they have seen, what they, what they are. You can't see it because that's duality. You have to be it. And the mind wants to understand it, but the mind can't, it's, it's part of it. And it's not a separate part because there are no separate parts. There's only wholeness. So within relativity, do you think three pounds of finity can understand infinity? If you do, you are the most arrogant person I have ever met, which means you're much like I used to be. <laughs> Give yourself a break. Just notice this. Can't find any more of this. Can't find any less. Can't find anything outside of this. Can't find anything above this. Can't find anything other than this. And what is it that's talking to about this? Just one thing going on. So it has to be this. And when this goes looking for this, how long do you think this could, what, could, could take? How long do you think this could look for this? How long do you think that attention could look for awareness? Attention is awareness. So how long do you think awareness can look for awareness? My God. Well, amazingly enough, it can look, well, it, it, I don't know about forever, because that isn't my actual experience. But I notice it seems to be, um, you can certainly do it for a lifetime. Because I met people who uh, have been doing it for a lifetime. Some of them are dead now. Some of them found it before they died. They not only realized it, they not only were able to be this, they were able to accept that this is what they were, that this is what they are. And some of them didn't, and that's perfect too. Wherever you are on this journey, you're exactly in the right place. There's just one thing going on. There's nothing wrong here. How can there be? There's just one thing going on. Well, folks, I have done my very best job to help you find oneness with this video. I've done my very best job to wake you up. 
If it worked, wonderful. Put comments on YouTube. Do something to support the, the, the do something to support the teaching. If this helped you, don't you think it might help somebody else? But it, they can't, it can't help them if they don't know about it. Help them learn about it. Help them know about it. Come to Satsang. Do sessions. Because once you once you discover this, you're not, there's no individual, there's no me over here that can hang on to it. Realization is about right now, here, now, only. But there's been awakeness coming through this body for an awful lot of arisings now. And if you think that experience might be pretty cool, you're right. It's ordinary, but it's still marvelous. If this didn't do it, come get an awakening session. If this did do it, come get a, 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 a clarity session. But when you write me for a clarity session, well, you can be awake or not. Just write me for a clarity session if you think that you have it. But if you think that you have it, the odds are you don't. Because I don't have it. There's getting this, but there's no got it. There's no got it. Jesus didn't have it. Ajashanti doesn't got this. Eckhart Tolle doesn't got this. We're all getting this. We're all being this right here, right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm out of time. I'm really dry in the mouth now. So I love you all very much. God almighty. I hope I prove that. I love you very much. Hey, my little dog is still in chemo. Don't forget him. Don't forget Willie's little um, GoFundMe. You can find out about it in the link to this thing, this video. See you later. I love you. Bye-bye.